Hi, I'm Laura Nelson with Ashley Lay Real Estate and Keller Williams Realty Elite. And I'm Ashley Bonnet, also Ashley Lay Real Estate and KW Elite. How about that? Wonder Twin Powers, activate. <laughs> we are here right now to talk to you guys about the top five reasons that your home is not selling. Laura, the conversation that I have with sellers is really that selling a home is not rocket science. Um, there's three main pieces, a couple little side factors. Three main pieces to selling a home. Location, condition, and price. Let's talk about those. Let's do. So if your home is priced too high, what do you do? Let's talk about pricing for a second. Let's do. Laura, let's say that a home is listed and the photos are fantastic, the home is beautiful, but that price is way too high. Okay, so as a buyer specialist, what I'm gonna think is, why is the home overpriced? Is it condition? Um, maybe it's an excellent condition and the seller thinks that they have a gold mine. Um, or is it just stubbornness? Because people have their own opinions as to what their home is worth. What do you think you're finding as far as the number one reason a home is overpriced, Ashley? Well, right now, <clears throat> right now, the number one reason a home is overpriced is that sellers still have the market of 2021 and 2022 in their True. head. And because their neighbor a year and a half ago sold it for X amount of dollars, they think they can still get that price today. And the market is not the same. So when we are pricing a home, we're not doing this from gut or pain. I tell sellers all the time, if a realtor walks in your door and looks around the house and says, oh, I can sell it for, you know, $400,000, no problem, then I'm going to ask them, show me why. Show me how. I don't shoot from the hip because sometimes, y'all, your hips are wrong. <laughs> We're going to do a full in-depth market analysis on your home. We're looking at comps. What are comps? Comps are homes in a certain time frame, similar style build, similar location, mm -hmm. um, similar square footage. And we are running a market analysis from a similar uh, sales approach that an appraiser would do just on a much more in-depth level. Right. And coming with, with a market value that supports your home. So if we are pricing ourselves <clears throat> on the upper end of that market range, your house better be in tip-top, spick-spam, like supermodel condition. Exactly. And from a buyer's agent perspective, if we see, number one, if we see good photos, that's going to make us come into the home and show it to our prospective buyer. <laughs> if we come into the home, and, and I, as a buyer's agent, sometimes we do not have the luxury of doing a full in-depth market analysis in the time that it would take to make an offer competitive. And by that, I mean, I am going to do my level best to make sure it's a good value for my buyer, but I do a gut check. And from a buyer's perspective, we have quick and easy tools. We have a um, CMA process on the buyer side, which is the comparative market analysis that is called a quick and dirty CMA. And that's something that we can use quite honestly as a launching pad, a launch point to make your offer competitive and get you in that home. <clears throat> My mother used to tell me, that something's only worth what someone's willing to pay for. That's exactly right. So something I tell sellers, you know, it's, it's no secret. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And the reality is it doesn't matter what you want to sell the house for. It doesn't matter, dear buyer agent, dear buyer who can look up tax value like everybody else in America. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what they paid for the house when they bought it. It doesn't matter what the tax value is. It doesn't matter what the seller wants to make out of it. It matters what the market value is and what a buyer's willing to pay for that home. That's exactly right.
so earlier you said something about the pictures and TikTok conditions. So another is about pricing. Let's talk about condition. It, yes, we went through a market a couple years ago where you could stick a sign in front of a cardboard box that was dilapidated and it would sell in multiple offers. We're not there anymore. Sellers, you have to put your best foot forward now. The market is stabilizing and if you have a plethora of things happening, your home is going to sit there a little bit longer if you don't price it to compensate for those issues. Word of the day, plethora. What does that mean, folks? <laughs> That means lots of options as far as selling, plethora, plethora, or buying, plethora. Plethora, P-L-E-T-H-O-R-A, plethora. Okay, condition. So there are things, I often meet with sellers, and like, oh, my house has so many things I need to do. The, the kids nicked the wall here. The dog chewed up that. Fr there are certain things that sellers think are a big deal that actually aren't a big deal, so we're ready to roll. And then there are some things that sellers think aren't a big deal that are. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share some of the top things that I run into in a home that sellers need to take care of before we hit the market. So a few easy condition items. <sighs> Y'all... One of the number one killers, one of the number one things the buyer's just gonna keep flipping on through and pad, bypass your home for, which is such a simple, easy thing to fix, is wallpaper. Wallpaper. Now, <clears throat> yes, I've seen it done very tastefully and cute. It's like an accent wall in a kid's bedroom, a laundry room, but the 1970s, 80s wallpaper hallways and living rooms and dining rooms, we have, they have to go. And this is not as hard as you think. I have a list just hit market that the wallpaper the had no texture and there were no lifts in the seams. So we just bought a painter and it was a few hundred bucks and they just painted the hallway. Yeah. So we didn't have to go through the whole ripping the wallpaper down. So now we have a nice neutral palette. So Laura, what are some other, <clears throat> let's stick with the, with, the, with the easy, what are some other things that give the home an appearance of, of a lesser condition that are some easy fixes that you see when you walk in a home? My favorite thing to see is a spick and span clean as, an, a clean as anything house. If I go into a house that might be beautifully staged, but it, they have pets and there's dog or cat hair everywhere, it just leads me to think, okay, why can't they keep their house clean? What other flaws might the house have that are not readily visible that they just are hiding? Yeah, the condition the home presents itself um, is an indication to me of how well the behind the scenes items have been kept, how Absolutely. well, how dry your crawl space is, right. or if you have mold, or if you have issues behind the scenes. So here's something nitpicky I look at, the AC vents. Or the, the, yeah. the intake yeah. return. Yeah. If those are nasty, filthy, dirty, dusty, then I'm thinking, okay, my thought process is if those are disgusting, you don't change your filters very often. If you don't change your filters very often, you're not someone who's been doing regular maintenance on your AC. Mm -hmm. There's a term that we use called deferred maintenance. If you have deferred maintenance on your house, and generally these are things that are easy fixes, uh, you know, that, that well may be indicative of... of bigger problems yep. so okay so back to conditions so a clean home wall wallpaper even wood paneling in older homes if you could throw a can of paint over top of those it makes a big difference mm -hmm. in how just the ambiance and the light of the home and i know that that was grandmama's walls that she picked out when the home was built and granddaddy did that i get it but you are moving 
and you have to emotionally detach from that home, detach from your decor, detach from your preferences, and create an ambiance to reach the maximum number of buyers and their preferences. Correct. Go, girl. <laughs> okay, so what about their, you know, other condition things if you have a known issue if you know that your HVAC is down or you know that you have a foundation problem we have some creative solutions for how to tackle that and handle that um, in regards to market so your house doesn't just sit there because it has a problem exactly one of the things that we as professionals will recommend are stellar vendors that can come in and help you get your home in show worthy condition prior to hitting the market. Okay, so the easiest thing we can move past really quickly is, I said, remember location, condition, price? Well, location, you're not gonna pick your house up and move it, so we can't really control your location. That's right. But you can be cognizant of where your property is located and price yourself in response to this factor that you can't control. Correct. One of the things that I'm going to ask a seller to do is be aware of certain things that could impact your property that buyers would need to know called material facts. So if you might be located near where the beltway is coming by, for example, uh, and you don't disclose that. Now, number one, it is on your buyer and your buyer's agent to do their due diligence. But material facts really must be disclosed before marketing the property or you could go into a serious can of worms. 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 